0: FOR IN YOUR LIFE'S JOURNEY YOU'VE BEEN LOOKING FOR GOD. YOU'VE BEEN LOOKING FOR CHRIST. YOU HAVE BEEN WELCOMING HIM INTO YOUR LIFE IN THIS SEASON OF HOPE AND HEALING AND POTENTIAL. AND SO ON THIS EPIPHANY NIGHT WHERE WE LOOK TO GOD FOR HOPE, WE COME, LIKE THOSE WISE ASTROLOGERS, TO PAY HOMAGE.
1: FROM CHICAGO. It's the Old St. Pat's Podcast Sunday Series, a show that highlights weekly reflections from Old St. Patrick's Church. Just as the wise men journey to meet the baby Jesus, we too navigate through various life deserts, spiritual, financial, mental, and more. Yet, with God as our guiding star, we find hope, healing, and love on our journey. Today, Father Paul Novak asks us to look to God for hope, and to pay homage.
0: There are two nights in the liturgical calendar that are my favorite. Epiphany and Holy Thursday. And you might say, why are those important to you? Epiphany is about our journey, us, on the journey. And so is Holy Thursday because Holy Thursday demands us to be in community with the Lord on a a night where he's struggling, to be very present, to give of ourselves to him again through our prayer, our courage, our presence. I know you like Christmas. You made it abundantly clear two weeks ago when you all gathered here. And I walked in, well, I walked in at 11 o'clock in the morning to do the 11 o'clock Sunday Mass. And then I walked in again at 1 o'clock in the afternoon to get ready for the 3 o'clock celebration for the family liturgy because we had the pageant with all of the kids here at 3 o'clock. And when I walked in at 1 o'clock, this place was decked out I mean, just as it is tonight. And I mean, it was impressive. I know our poinsettias look a little wilted like the priests here, you know. (laughs) But it was an important evening of celebration. And when I walked in, I saw everything all lined up. And I said, wow, that really looks good. And Dominic, our director of liturgy, was walking across the sanctuary here. And when I came in from the baptismal font and started coming down the aisle, there's one thing that caught my eye. For years, our nativity scene had a star that looked like it was a satellite. It was a poor excuse. And I've been around here a while I've seen several of these things come up and go and and come and go over the years, but it it just wasn't impressive. It didn't say, wow, it didn't catch your eye. It just was there, nicely, but just there. So as I'm walking up the aisle, I'm coming in, and I said, what is that light on the wall? And as I looked at that light on the wall, It caught my eye and I looked out and I yelled, hey, Dominic. And Dominic turned around and said, what? And I said, nice job. And he said, what do you mean, nice job? And I said, it's screaming Christmas. It's screaming epiphany. It's screaming everything about what this season means. And he said, you really think so? And I said, yeah, finally, we got it. And, I, and he said, well, why, why is it important to you up there on the wall? And I said, well, because of it, first of all, it's, it's illumination caught my eye, right? But behind it, the stenciling on that wall, what is that stenciling? It's the sign and symbol of, the, of this old St. Pat's Crossroads Cross. Cross. We always say that Old St. Pat's is at the crossroads of Chicago, where north side and south side and west side and our little bit of east side can all come together to worship God. It's at the center point of the city. We gather here at the crossroads, and I said to, my, I said to Dominic, I said, perfect. You got it right up there at the crossroads where we can recognize the light has struck the presence of Christ. Behind our crucifix is the tabernacle. And on the tabernacle doors is the crossroads cross. The presence of Christ on this journey of our lives. The wise astrologers weren't from the native lands, but they had hoped for a better life. They had hoped for something greater than what they were experiencing, and they knew that they had one determining factor. God had to have control. And so they used all of their gifts and talents to follow what God put in this world. They were astrologers. And so they followed those stars, and that luminescent star guided their steps in a direction that would lead them into the love of God, into the presence of God. And God doesn't come to them with great authority or power. God comes to them with the gift of humanity, life, your life, My life, our lives, are filled with the presence of God. The wise astrologers welcomed that gift of God's presence in that meager stable in Bethlehem when they acknowledged here is where God resides, in us in our lives, in our journey with each other. Throughout the world's history, we have been inhumane to each other. We have caused wars. We have caused strife. We have caused famine and oppression and all kinds of terrible, terrible terrible actions towards each other. But on this night, we're asked one more time to remember that God enters into this world not to create terrible actions, but to relieve those terrible actions in our life. But it, it demands us acknowledging the presence of God. It demands us welcoming that presence of God in our lives. It demands us following the presence of God. And so as you gather here tonight, you are doing exactly what those wise astrologers set out to do. For in your life's journey, you've been looking for God. You've been looking for Christ. You have been welcoming him into your life in this season of hope and healing and potential. And so on this epiphany night, where we look to God for hope, we come like those wise astrologers to pay homage, but also to welcome the presence of God to lead and guide our actions in the world with generosity, with peace, with healing for each other. As we gather tonight, we are not only take on the role of the astrologer, we allow the astrologer to show us the way. He, we come to the presence of Christ at the table. And when you stand together in the Eucharistic prayer, you stand together to acknowledge that Christ is with us And then you come down the aisle and you extend your hands and receive the presence of Christ and take it in and allow him to fill your heart, your mind, your actions in this world. So as we gather here tonight, not only do you bring your very self and everything that you have, but you turn toward our God and say, I bring you everything that I am, all that I've been given, all that I've received, all that you've shared with me, and I give it over to you. Please fill me with your spirit. Please fill me with the gift of Christ. Please fill me with the gift of your love so that I may love as you have loved me in this life. So on this Feast of the Epiphany, when we've been looking and searching for Christ, he's been here with us and illuminates the journey of faith you all share with each other, illuminates the gift of your lives and your actions in this world. So that whether we're coming from Chicago or Bethlehem, or whether we're coming From Kiev, wherever we're coming from in this world, may the gift and spirit of peace and healing be found in our actions, in our faith, and in our care for one another. On this Epiphany night, where Christ continues to be revealed and the community is awakened to receive His Spirit. Welcome Him. Welcome Him fully into your journey of faith. Welcome Him fully into your life. Welcome Him fully. Welcome His Spirit fully into your actions in this world.
1: Time now for announcements and events. This Valentine's Day, join the OSP Immigration and Refugee Ministry in spreading love and support to asylum-seeking Venezuelan families arriving in Chicago. As they start a new chapter, OSP-IRM is committed to providing homes, stability and a warm welcome. You can make a difference by contributing to our Household Collection Day in January. Help furnish their new homes with essential items like furniture and groceries. Donated items will be accepted at OSP 625 West Adams on Sunday, February 11th, from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. If you have questions or need an alternative drop-off time, please reach out to immigration at OldStPaths.org. Discover the world of journalism with special guest Mary Ann Ahern. Join us on January 11th at 7 p.m. via Zoom as she shares her experiences reporting on Church and State in Chicago. As an award-winning political journalist, Marianne has covered campaigns from the White House to Springfield. Don't miss this insightful evening. Register before noon on January 11th at bit.ly eveningswithencore. And as a reminder, our pancake breakfast is Sunday, January 28th from 7.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. in Hughes Hall. Support OSP missions, enjoy delicious pancakes, and connect with OSP members. Hope to see you there. Get ready for a global celebration like never before. Old St. Patrick's Church is proud to join the Bridget 1500 Initiative, commemorating the 1500th anniversary of St. Bridget of Kildare. Join us as we honor her legacy with a series of events and activities that celebrate faith, inclusivity, and service. On Thursday, February 1st, join us for the inaugural St. Bridget Day Lecture featuring Michelle Dillon, PhD, a distinguished professor of Sociology and Dean of the College of Liberal Arts at the University of New Hampshire. Then, at 12.10 p.m., attend the Bridget's Day Mass at OSP. This will be a nice weekday mass to acknowledge St. Bridget's actual feast day in preparation for the celebration at Sunday's Mass. Then we'll pause for peace on St. Bridget's Day, a global one-minute pause for peace at noon local time, Join us in silent prayer inspired by St. Bridget, the woman of peace. And on Sunday, February 4th, join us for the Sunday Mass and Festival of Service. Experience a Mass for the fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time featuring special prayers celebrating St. Bridget. Stick around for opportunities to serve with OSP's outreach ministries, craft St. Bridget crosses, explore art featuring her, and share stories of modern-day Bridget. There's more to this celebration, so please see the most recent Crossroads publication for the list of all the events. Thank you for listening to today's episode. The homily was originally given at the 5 p.m. Mass on Sunday, January 7th, by Father Paul Novak. For more information about all resources available, visit our website at oldstpats.org. To stay up to date with new episodes, please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the Old St. Pats app. Find us on Twitter at Old St. Pat's and on Instagram at Old St. Pat's Chicago. You've been listening to the Old St. Pat's Podcast.